Hey friends, Ariana here from the Rainbow Dice Club. We're so excited to release this little interview series we've put together, and we hope you enjoy listening as much as we've enjoyed doing them. Get to know the cast and learn a bit about the characters we'll be playing in our inaugural campaign. Before we get to the fun stuff, here's a brief content warning. Today's episode includes profanity. Hello everyone, this is Ariana from the Rainbow Dice Club, and I am here today with the amazing Dusty. And I'm going to ask them some questions, hard-hitting questions, about their their D&D experiences and Ivy, because we all want to know about Ivy. So, Dusty, if you would like to introduce yourself, take it away. Hello, everyone. My name is Dusty, and my pronouns are she, they. And as Ari mentioned, I play Ivy Nightbreeze Tinker Fay. All right. So... I have a list of questions, most of which have been pulled from the amazing Discord and Twitter community because we kind of ask people just, hey, give us give us some questions. And one that I pulled specifically for you does not have to do with <laughs> Ivy because I'm going to save Ivy for, you know, saving the best for last. Okay. But I thought this was a relevant one for you since you took the the lead on this at reflex underscore save on Twitter. Awesome podcast, by the way asked what was the inspiration behind our logo oh our logo okay so i love our logo when we were first i think in conception i think we had only i think we'd only had lex at the point Mm -hmm. so it was you me and lex and we were starting to like think about promotion and just like everything else that goes into a podcast and i was like we need a logo and i don't want something that's super generic and right. I really don't like I have ideas, but I can't translate that. My brain and my hand don't talk well. Oh my God, you made one. <laughs> I just remembered that you made a logo. I made and I, I loved I was like, yes, this is it. Because I I don't I'm not in charge of music or logos or any of that. I Dusty and everyone else <laughs> takes the lead on that stuff. So I was like, yes, this is great. It's amazing. And Dusty was like, Okay. <laughs> it was awful. Maybe no. maybe we'll release it for something. <laughs> but it was pretty bad. And so we It we was started, a good try, I think. It was, it was a valiant I effort. I would have let it fly, by the way. So that's just, you know, I know my strengths <laughs> and I know when to step away. And that's when I'm like, nope, this is not my strong suit. <laughs> so we'd made this Discord server originally to find people to be in the podcast. And that's all it was going to be at the time. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw up this logo. It's going to be fine. (laughs) And then the more we started getting people in and the more we realized like this could be a really cool thing to have, we started seeing people who wanted to post their art, people who Mm -hmm. wanted to um, post the stuff that they'd done in the community, which is awesome. I love seeing everybody's art and everybody's posts. Yes. If you're not in our Discord yet, you should grab the link and join. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of cool people there. We have a nice community and... You can share your stuff. Yes. And everyone's really receptive to like seeing other people's work and things like that. So it's fun. It's so cool. So I, finally, I was like, okay, fuck this. We really need an actual logo. I can't do this yeah. anymore. <laughs> I can't keep seeing this piece of shit. And I reached out in our art tag. I was like, hey, does anybody have commissions open? Like we want to commission a logo. And Ren responded and their work is just absolutely amazing. And so mm-hmm. I went to the rest of the group. I was like, hey, Ren responded. They're willing to do the logo for us. And 
I don't know if I really like talked with you guys about what the logo was going to look like. Mm-mm. I, I think, think I literally said I don't care and I meant it <laughs> not in like a, in an I don't care meaning I can't make this decision so go for it. So I think it was really just Ren and I talking a lot and Ivy has Bia the pseudo dragon mm-hmm. and so I thought it'd be kind of fun to have a dragon in it. We for sure always knew that we wanted to have the the pride flag mm-hmm. somewhere in it. And I my original idea had the the pride flag in the dice, it which did. is yes, so poorly did. executed. No, it was and, beautiful. <laughs> and so Ren mocked up three different versions. One of them included the dragon. One of them was just like a basic sort of flag, which was still great. But then the last one was the owl bear logo oh that you gosh. see on our Twitter header. I almost said we haven't released that yet, but we did. I forgot. We did. We fell so hard in love with both of those logos. And Ren was asking me about colorings for the dragon specifically. I was like, you know what? Let's do the trans the trans pride flag colors. Mm -hmm. And they translated it so well. It's so pretty. It's so it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like the coloring is absolutely phenomenal. And I I think it literally took them like a couple hours. Yes. I was so impressed. Same. With how efficient and how just talented that they are. Mm-hmm. And so we went with that. And then I I just took the logo, threw on the Rainbow Dice Club, and it's the best logo. I, I don't think we could have asked for anything better. No, I'm so happy with it. I love it. It's cute. It's adorable. We want to represent a part of ourselves. Mm-hmm. This one is co- this one was asked by like a bunch of people because I feel like it's like an obligatory D&D or TTRPG question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add a little spin to it because, you know, I'm fun that way. <laughs> How long have you been playing D&D? But also with that, what would you say are some like positive changes that it has brought to your life? Because I know personally for me, it has. So I'm just assuming Mm -hmm. that it has for everyone else too. Yes. Um, I have been playing for about five years now. I originally started as like a favor to my friend. Nice. (laughs) He was, he was desperate to have people to play with. And he was like, please, please, please. Can you play with me? And I was like, I have never done anything like this before. (laughs) Um, It sounds kind of cringy to me at the time. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I love you. I'll do this. Mm -hmm. And I ended up having so much fun. My very first character was a half-elf bard selkie. It was, I've been homebrewing from the start. I don't know what to tell you. And (laughs) her name was Talia. And I loved her to death. And I would have to roll in high-stress situations to see if a part of me became selkie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) I could I could utilize it. So one of my favorite, just because we're on this tangent, um, yeah, my favorite m- memory from that was we were in this like underground cavern that had a lake in it, and we saw mm-hmm. this guy attacking this little kid. And so my character goes into the water as a seal, and then jumps up mm-hmm. and slams down onto the bad guy. And I roll in oh that gosh. twenty. Nice. So we have to look up the weight. Of a full-grown female seal, right? To see, (laughs) to see if this guy is dead, dead. That's amazing. He was dead, dead. Aw, you smushed him, (laughs) smushed him, and saved the kid. How cute! That's amazing. And sorry, the positives of D and D really have been like the community, Mm -hmm. um, meeting you specifically. Yay! Same. 
meeting everybody else in our group. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody has hardships and things that they have to go through. But meeting you at the end of that yeah. was the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah. No, I think we've kind of forged a really awesome friendship. Mm-hmm. And everybody like in I mean, you, you Dusty's probably sick of me saying it, but I said from day one that like this group that the group that we have was like fate because I just had this feeling right from the beginning that it was going to be the five of us. And we have become not only like D&D players who play in a game together and are doing a podcast, but friends Mm -hmm. and we confide in each other and we help each other when we're having a bad day and it's just really it does it brings a lot of community and like good good things yeah it's it's amazing to have a group of people that you know won't judge you at any part of where you are 100 percent well i guess we're kind of on this topic but what would you say that you think makes our dm lex awesome and this is from Bova Scala on Twitter. And if I said your name wrong, I'm very sorry. I'm pretty sure I said their name wrong when I did Lex's interviews. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Um, I think what makes Lex just such an amazing DM is their willingness to work with you. Mm-hmm. At no point in character creation did I feel stupid mm-hmm. or feel like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And I, like a, a prime example is... At like 1030 at night, four days before we started the podcast, I messaged Lex and I was like, hey, so how do you feel about me switching classes? (laughs) And they're like, "Okay, call me. (laughs) Right. Just call me. And and so we talked for like, I think, a half an hour about where this can go with Ivy and Ivy's backstory specifically, because Mm -hmm. Her class really does play into her backstory in a really interesting way that I'm excited to see how it plays out. Like, I've been super secretive about it all with everybody Mm -hmm. except Lex. Yeah, which is fun. Yes. It's always fun to keep secrets from friends. It's fun. (laughs) We're just a bunch of secret keepers. No, but it's fun to have, like, the reaction of... Like the the real in time, like the real time reaction of when you get to reveal things and seeing everyone's face. Mm-hmm. There's in in one of our episodes, Lex has to actually say, uh, "I just want to let everyone know, like it's silent, but that's because everyone's jaw is like dropped right now. That's why <laughs> it's that's why we're silent right now, um, and, I, and that's really cool. I just love those moments where Lex is like, Lex drives the story, but they're also your cheerleader." Like, they want you to have fun. They want you to succeed. They're not actively plotting against you Mm -mm. or railroading you in a certain direction. And I just love that it feels like it feels like the world is set up for us to do good things. Yes. And not set up to kill us. No, for sure. I agree. Well, I guess we'll see. We're kind of still early on. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. This is a fun one from um, Twin Stem on our amazing Discord. Which character type is your go-to, like, ride-or-die character? And which character, I guess probably class, but you can just say whatever comes to your heart. Uh, Which character class is something that you really don't want to go near? I always choose classes that deal with magic in some capacity. Okay. I have played melee-based characters, and I just can't, for some reason... Uh, melee combat still confuses me to this day Mm, okay and it's one of those things where like yeah i can take the time to learn it but 
I also don't like having to go and I hit them with my axe and I hit them with my axe and I Mm -hmm. hit them. I like having the um, ability to be like, and I do this spell and I do that Mm -hmm. spell and I can use this spell to get out of this situation. I want to do magic. Yeah. And and that's not like to disparage anybody who mains Mm -mm. melee classes. It's just like, personally, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. Um, I honestly give props to people mm -hmm. who can do that because I feel the same way, mostly when it comes to combat. Um, I'm not very good at describing that kind of combat. I've never been. And so I think that I give a lot of credit to to people who take the melee classes because it's I mean, I like doing magic, too. So I kind of feel the same. But yeah. And and I guess what types of characters I always gravitate towards, too, are characters with really depressing backstories (laughs) i can never just like i think i've only played a character that was super just like no i grew up in a loving home like once (laughs) i'm not gonna so i'm not gonna i'm bad at like i'm bad at spoilers i'm like just giving out spoilers uh i think i'm definitely the the tom holland of this group so i'm genuinely (laughs) afraid for like my interview (laughs) I literally asked Wayra to ask me a specific question. And then after I sent it, I was like, oh, no, I literally wanted to talk about something that is a spoiler. So I can't even like, you know, do that. Yeah, I'm just not going to I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because I spoil stuff. (laughs) (laughs) No spoilers. Uh, But yeah, I so I guess (laughs) to concise it, magic, yes, melee, no. Yes. Wholesome, not wholesome, but like non fucked up characters. <laughs> Tragic backstories. <laughs> Tragic backstory all the way. It's so yeah. bad. It, I is it though? I think it makes for like interesting storytelling. Yeah, it it definitely does. And there's, I mean, everybody's got their traumas, right? Like everybody also, comes away haunted super, from something. Yeah. Yes. Super relatable. <laughs> and no one's like everything was great. You know. I well, actually, great- hey, if you did. That's good for you. Like, that's amazing. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) You know, this. So I know the answer to this question, but I think it's an interesting one to um, to talk about. And this is from Zimbabwe on Twitter. Again, if I said your name wrong, super sorry. I'm doing my best. Did you play something that you wanted to play or something that would balance out the party? Both. So I love druids. Um, Druids are always so fun to me. I love the different ways that you can explore what a druid means. But I originally wanted to play a blood hunter. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, my original character was completely different than what Ivy is now. Yeah. Um, it started with a name change because she was originally named Lex. <laughs> and that I don't was know gonna why get that would be a little confusing. <laughs> Keep up, people. Keep up. <laughs> So I changed her name. And then once I changed her name, I started tweaking with other things Mm -hmm. just because like, why not? We had time. And so the character that I'm presenting to now is completely different than my original character concept. And so I was still trying to force the blood hunter Mm. aspect of it because i love blood hunters i think they're so cool i love the concept i they're they're just amazing yeah and by the end of it the more i was looking at her the more i was trying to get into her head i was like there's no way she's a blood hunter there's absolutely no way 
And so I started looking into Druid because that also made that made a lot more sense than any other class, really. Mm -hmm. But nothing, (laughs) nothing that's like published. The subclasses. Yeah. No published subclasses worked for her. This leads into my next question. How much homebrew is in Ivy's character class? Yeah. Her background isn't homebrewed. There are just some elements taken away. Mm -hmm. But her subclass is entirely homebrewed. Yeah. Entirely. And I hope that one day we can actually get it to be published because it's such a cool subclass that it's worth it for other people to explore it too. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it is. I've I've seen something in one of our episodes that mm-hmm. was like, holy crap, what is that? I'm not going to spoil it. I've already pre-prepped this in my mind not to spoil. But <laughs> but it was it was really cool. Yeah, I think the homebrew the homebrew has been really fun. Mm-hmm. I think for all of us, I think we all Lex says it in episode 1, we all have some homebrew in our characters and classes and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm still writing my <laughs> Still writing my subclass. I'm Four episodes things. in at this point. Yeah. yeah. I'm still um, tweaking things because like as the higher we get, the more things are gonna come into practice and you're like, oh yeah. well, maybe I'm not. I'm kind that. of I kind of feel like that's kind of like, okay, so we sh- we're starting at level two. This is not a spoiler. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it a spoiler? I don't think no. it's a spoiler. We're starting at level two. So we have, most of us haven't picked, I don't think anyone has their subclass yet. Zoop is I starting do. at level. Oh, you do? At Druids level get two? their subclass at okay. two. So I don't get mine to level three. So t- I'm just like waiting till the last minute. Um, Lex is like, hey, we need to get on this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we have time, but not that much. Um, but I think as the levels go, you can you have time to tweak stuff still. Mm-hmm. And I think the good thing, too, is like if we pick something and it doesn't wind up working, we can just change it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's not the end of the world. This is very much play testing, I think, to a certain extent of like this cool shit that we're coming up with. And that's what's great, I feel like, about homebrewing is it really frees you up from how rigid some of these subclasses can be. Yeah. Um, And I know that they're always updating and taking things away in UA Mm -hmm. and whatever. But there are just some things that when you're creating a homebrewed world, they don't Mm -hmm. really fit. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If you're running modules, yes, certainly. But when you've got a world that's so different from a lot of other published campaigns a lot of other things that are out there right now it makes sense to utilize at least a little bit of homebrew yeah next question this Mm -hmm. is from our amazing zoop zoop came up with some really good questions for this yes what is something that you would like to explore in this campaign, whether it's like world stuff or f- character specific things? What are you excited about? I'm trying to decide how much is going to be spoilers when I <laughs> answer this question. We can always cut it out. Oh, well, it's it's this is pretty early on. So I guess I'll just say this. Ivy, I, I want to re- explore the relationship between Ivy and her father. Mm, that's not it's, a spoiler. Yeah, it's really not. Well, I mean, now you know that her parents aren't dead, but. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Um, but it's such an interesting relationship to me as I'm coming up with it and as I'm fleshing out her father specifically more and just the way he's tied to Aurea yeah. specifically. That's something I do want to work with, even if it's not like the her father specifically, but like her father's family. Okay. 
I'm interested to see where the relationship between certain party members are going to go too. Ivy herself is such an interesting character for me to play. She's amazing. And I'm not sure if you're going to ask any more questions about her specifically. Well, do you have, so the only other, well, yes, they're, the next two are, but one thing I want to say before I get there is that as, like, as a listener, as someone who also, I'm obviously playing in this story, but as someone who gets to listen along, and obviously in episode one, everyone had their kind of like little bit where they were introduced. And just listening to your intro, I, as a listener, am also really intrigued by what the deal is with Ivy and her father and like essentially what the hell is going on. <laughs> it's definitely interesting and something that I'm, I can't wait to kind of hear more about. The other question that I, well, there's two more questions, but this one, when did you start thinking about your character, like character concepts and things like that? She evolved slowly and then rapidly. Mm -hmm. So I had this other character, Lex, who I'd played before and I wanted to play again, who was a blood hunter. I forget her sub like her subclass blood hunter, but she had a patron and that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. it was really cool. And it worked with the backstory. Ivy's backstory is still basically the same as Lex's backstory. It just now is more. I don't even know the right word for it. Integral. OK, it's now more integral to her um, essence. Mm hmm. Before, it was more like flavor, and this is a way it can go. Um, but now it's more like it is a part of her. Yeah. Like this, these things that happened are a part of her soul. And exploring that sort of trauma is really what I think made Ivy the character she is now. Um, researching like that kind of stuff, having things like that happen to me sort of develops into this character that's like me, but also completely different in other ways. Yeah. And um, like a big thing that we'll touch on and that I just think is really interesting is that Ivy doesn't experience social anxiety. Yeah. You told us, you told me this very recently and I think yeah. it's really interesting. Ivy doesn't experience social anxiety. And as somebody who does mm -hmm. uh, every <laughs> single day of their effing life, it, that has been really interesting for me to try and like get into the headspace of. Yeah. And I think brings another like level of depth to her as a character. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know, all for everyone's character, honestly, mm -hmm. I'm so excited to see where. Oh, essentially what everyone has going on, because right now we really don't know. And, yeah. you know, going back to what you said about, you know, just kind of creating and how Ivy evolved. I'm always a big when I create my characters, I, I don't think about their class is the last thing that I think about. I create who they are as like a human being and then figure out what kind of where they fit. And I feel like it's a very... For me, I know everyone has their own way of doing it. I can't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't see picking a class and then making a character around it. There has to be some spark of like a life and a personality before that happens. Well, and that's what ended up happening with Ivy in the end is I created yeah. her personality and then she told me her personality yeah, like, wasn't a blood fit. Right. Exactly. I had, I had this crisis, I think, for a week straight. I think every yep. single day I texted you and I was like, hey, what am I doing? What am I doing with this Something character? Something isn't, yeah. 
And you, well, you know, and anybody I think who was in the early discord knows that I struggled a lot with Alara. She was, she was, a she was a rogue or a monk. And then I played her as a monk for a while. And I was like, I don't know who she is. It's just, it, it's, I'm excited to see where everyone is going with this specifically. Like I'm excited to see Varys who we don't really know much about anyways. Oh God, still Varys got like five minutes in episode one and it's, I hate it, but I like, I, I hate it as a person who's listening. Cause I wanted to know more, but I also love it. Cause it's so freaking mysterious mm-hmm. that like, I'm like, Ah, okay, cool. This is going to be like a a slow burn of get, and it fits. Yes. I think I'm just excited that everybody's personality is so wildly different. Yeah, and yet it already seems to mesh well. Mm-hmm. We have really, really good group chemistry, which was what we were hoping for <laughs> and aiming for. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, for a podcast, wild. But yeah, we we do. Um, it's really. Uh, I can't wait for everyone to listen. Like I January cannot come fast enough. Yeah, I I just I knew that it was going to be a really interesting party. Mm-hmm. Um just from the little we got mm-hmm. of everybody. Yeah. I think the most that we got were like names, races and classes. Yeah, that's all we knew. Um cuz we just obviously wanted to make sure that we weren't playing the same classes, which makes mm-hmm. sense, but other than that, I said very early on I was like I don't want to know anything and I'm not telling anyone anything. I am a secret like even though I give spoilers if I talk if I'm given the opportunity, I'll just blurt stuff out. But I really want to keep secrets. <laughs> I wish I was better at it. All right, so my last question, which is my question that came from I think I was listening to episode 1 and Alara was saying some stuff and I said, "Wow, I did not know that about her literally until those words were coming out of my mouth. Did you, what did you learn about Ivy in the first session? Was there anything that she did that kind of surprised you? Yeah. Uh, that she doesn't experience social anxiety. <laughs> okay. I love I, it. Oh, I didn't know that that wasn't planned. Okay. It wasn't planned. Um, I love it. I, I like, I, I had obviously thought about her personality and the way she talks. Mm-hmm. And I, I even like sent a couple TikToks of a specific creator um, that I was like, I want Ivy to sound mm-hmm. like this. And I don't remember the creator off the top of my head, but she does these character sketches of this specific character. That's like uh, upper class woman does something lower class for the first time. And I think the specific <laughs> one was uh, upper class woman goes to Applebee's <laughs> for the first time. And she's talking about it like it's this wonderful experience. And and I was like, that's, that's Ivy. I want Ivy to talk like that. Right. And so when it was going and the first character experience that she had and the way she reacted and mm-hmm. left the conversation. No, I was like, I, okay, this is Ivy. <laughs> this is one of, and I, I said this last <laughs> night because last night we recorded our first, can I say it? Is it a spoiler? Yeah. No, okay. yeah. Yay, I'm going to say it. <laughs> last night, last night we recorded our first rainbow, what is it called? Rainbow Dice called? Club chat, RDCC. RDCC for life. Um, <laughs> don't look up like the other act, like what that, what that stands for. Cause it's like, Mostly like technological stuff. Yeah. Um, but fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, 
Oh, and that was one of the things that I said was like, I, and especially hearing it like played back because I get to listen to the episode 35 times um, because I edit it. I'm not complaining. I love it. But, you know, I, she just is like, okay, you know, I don't know if it's a spoiler, but like, I'm done with this now. And then I'm like, wow. Why why can't everyone like why aren't we all like that, you know? Um yeah, so it was it's just and it's perfect. Like I remember you had texted me afterwards because you had some concerns about oh like did she come off this way or that way or how and I was like no, it literally is every like everything I can imagine and more, it's perfect. Everyone is perfect. I love it. I just love Ivy and I get so excited to play her um because <laughs> Well, she has an accent Mm -hmm. and that that accent was born from I was worried everybody was the same. We don't. No, we don't. I I could have done not an accent, but then it just became such a part of. Oh, my God. Yeah, it fits very well. I I think her vibe would be completely different without the accent. Yeah, no, there's there's really (laughs) we need to make like clips of just like out of context Ivy quotes, I think, because they (laughs) her So her accent and then her tone and like the pitch. I no, she ki- like she kills me. I laugh so hard when I listen back. I'm like, wow, this girl is really just she's living her life, you know. She's, she's raw having, dogging life. She's li- no, she's raw dogging life. Yes, I've started saying that a lot, and a lot of people are not okay. They're not comfortable with it. I say it at work a lot, and my sister is like, why? And I'm like, why not? This is it encapsulates the no, it energy. Does. Yeah, I'm just out here raw dogging life, man. Um, yeah. Cool. I mean, aren't we all though? Yeah, we are. So, um, okay. Well, I don't have any more questions. You have been a wonderful interviewee because I'm the interviewer. And you've been a wonderful interviewer. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for my interview coming up in a couple of days. Do we have anything? Like, what do we do now? Do I like out outro this thing? All right. Well, thank you all for listening in to this what I hope was an enlightening, if not a little ridiculous interview, because we are all a little ridiculous. All of the amazing people who ask questions, uh, you can find the links to their socials in our show notes. Um, so check that out, find them, follow them. Everybody is super cool. You can find us at Rainbow Dice Club on Twitter and Instagram. Like I said, grab the link for our Discord because there is fun stuff happening there. Dusty, do you have anything to say before we go? Uh, follow me at Dusty Penny with two Y's on Twitter. And I'm not going to tell you where to follow me because I feel like you'll, oh, you all know already. Um, everybody- follow Ari at adventuring underscore Ari. <laughs> you can, you can. I'm there. Sometimes I'm on the Twitter, sometimes I'm on there, sometimes I don't know which one I'm tweeting from, and I'm like, oh shit, this is the wrong one, but you know. Sometimes I do the tweeter. Sometimes I get on the tweeter. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so thank you again all so much. You are amazing, and we are grateful for you. And just remember, you are loved, you are accepted, and you are always welcome at our table. Bye! We did it!